Thanks so much. Shabbat shalom, everybody. For any new faces here, my name is Richard. I'm one of the elders here at Kingdom Living. And uh, just for new people, I want to just share something about this part of our service, just so you understand uh, what we're doing and how this fits into the larger service. So basically, uh, after the, the readings from the, the Torah and the prophets and the New Covenant scriptures, we have a, a very short teaching that we call a darash, which is, which is based in the readings. Now, the readings are basically readings that are read throughout Jewish synagogues in the whole world. And we follow that reading cycle every year that takes us through the Torah every year, the five books of Moses, and takes us through uh, a large portion of the, the prophets. And because we're a new covenant Messianic congregation, we also read through the Gospels, the life of Yeshua, and the book of Acts, which is the story of Yeshua's continued work in his spirit-empowered Messianic community. So just... We have a message later on that's a fuller message, but just to understand for new people uh, what we do here. So, so this is really short. It's usually five to seven minutes unless people go longer than they're supposed to, which that's not that uncommon. Um, that introduction doesn't count as part of my five to seven minutes, in my opinion, but I haven't got confirmation on that from the elders. But that's my p- humble opinion. I think it's a humble opinion. So, so, but briefly, I just want to share something that is foundational to a Messianic Jewish theology. Uh, we value Messianic Jewish theology here at Kingdom Living because we're a New Covenant Messianic congregation. So we value Messianic Jewish theology. Uh, so I want to just share something that's, that's central to that, that's really important to that. And... It's not the only thing that could be said, but it's something that's very important. And it connects to the season we're entering, because tomorrow night we're going to begin uh, Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. Did you know Yeshua celebrated Hanukkah, right? The Gospel of John chapter 10. He celebrated the Feast of Dedication. So even though it's not a biblical Moedim, Moedim is the appointed times, the appointed biblical festivals. So even though Hanukkah is not a a biblical modim, it was a very important celebration uh, in the first century, a celebration Yeshua as a uh, conservative spirit-empowered Jew. He practiced this. He lived this. He he enjoyed celebrating Hanukkah, and he actually interpreted Hanukkah with him at the center as, as this great temple light uh, for uh, the center of the Jewish people, just like the temple was the center of the Jewish people in terms of their system of worship. Yeshua made a, a really a claim to divinity when he interpreted uh, this, this season of Hanukkah, the story of Hanukkah, with himself at the center, this light of the world, this center of the Jewish people uh, and light for the whole world. Now, now, where did Hanukkah come from? Well, Hanukkah, right? About 150 years-ish before the birth of Yeshua was the great story of the Maccabees, which is a phenomenal story. You can read that story in the Apocrypha. Now, the Apocrypha is not canonized scripture, 
but both in Jewish history and in Christian history, it was a very respected uh, collection of Jewish writings. Very respected. Even the Protestant reformers greatly respected these writings. So it gives us a wonderful insight into this period of time, essentially, between the closing of the Tanakh, which Christians call the Old Testament, and the opening of the Gospel of Matthew, this period of time, often called the intertestamental time. But we have this wonderful story of the Maccabees, which is, like I said, connected to the story of Hanukkah. Now, the Maccabees uh, story is connected to our Torah portion this week. Did you know that? And now I'm getting to the, the point. You know, I'm taking a long time to get to the point. But, but it's connected to the Torah portion. And this is how it's connected. And this is how it's such an important part of messing Jewish theology. Here it is. You ready? The story of Hanukkah, from God's perspective, I believe, is deeply connected to the preservation of the corporate seed, the Jewish people, for the coming of the Messiah. Did you know that? That... There was a war against Jewish identity and a war to get the Jewish people to assimilate to a Hellenized worldview and culture. And many Jews were cowering and bowing down to this, but a group of faithful Jews said, we are not going to bow to the spirit of this age and we are going to be faithful to our Jewish covenantal identity even unto death. And they said no. And God used this faithful band of Jews to preserve the corporate seed of Israel, the Jewish people, onto the coming and the birth of Messiah. And then we see the connection now back to the story of Genesis. And we're, we're in Joseph now, right? Amazing story, right? Isn't it just amazing? But we have to look at the big picture of Genesis, and the story of Joseph, and this is explicit in the text, it tells us in Genesis 45 and Genesis 50, that we have to understand the story of Joseph in the context of God's sovereign purpose to preserve the corporate seed of Israel, the Jewish people. And sometimes God does that in the most mysterious, unexpected ways, doesn't he? And you notice in the story of Je Joseph he does this preservation of the corporate seed, of, corporate seed, the Jewish people, through suffering. Through suffering. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that remind you of Yeshua? Did you know the cross of Yeshua? One of the purposes of the cross of Yeshua and making this new covenant, Jeremiah 31, is the corporate preservation of the Jewish people through suffering? And then you have this strange story in chapter 38, right? Tamar, right? Remember, Judah thinks Tamar, his, his daughter-in-law, is a prostitute because she dresses up and he goes into her and they end up having a child. And what's amazing about this is that this child becomes a part of the line of Judah, which is the line of the Messiah. So chapter 38 in the bigger story, is talking about this preservation, not just of the corporate seed of Israel, the corporate seed, 
but the specific seed, the line of Judah, which will bring forth the Messiah, that God continues to fulfill his purposes even through mysterious ways. Even when people sin against us or when, even when we make mistakes, God still has a way to work through all of the mess and bring about his purposes, the preservation of the Jewish people, the preservation of the line of Messiah for the salvation of Israel and for the salvation of the world. Isn't that awesome? So that's my brief. Was I five to seven minutes? Tom says no. <laughs> so A for effort. A for effort. <laughs> All right. <laughs>